You're listening to a podcast from the Queen Mary Centre for the History of the Emotions, where we study the past to understand our feelings in the present. I'm Thomas Dixon, and as part of our research project into emotional health, I've been trying to get to the bottom of anger by exploring the histories of rage, wrath and revenge. My hope is that history can help us all be a bit less angry, reminding us of reasons to resist these dangerous passions. As part of the project, we've commissioned playwright Craig Baxter to write two new dramas. They bring to life the thoughts and feelings of two of the most important thinkers about angry emotions, the ancient Roman philosopher Seneca and the Victorian evolutionist Charles Darwin. They're called Seneca Annoyed and Darwin Vexed, and we hope you'll enjoy them. Perhaps they'll even inspire you to think again about your own rage and anger. The ancient philosophy of Stoicism still has much to teach us about our emotions. This drama, Seneca Annoyed, portrays the attempts of the great Stoic philosopher and statesman to remain calm and rational even in the most trying of circumstances. It's set 2,000 years ago in a country villa just outside Rome. Oh, do you feel virtuous out here, old friend? Miles from interest, politics, miles from anywhere. He's thinner. Rome is half a day's walk away. Less. He'll eat only what we grow here ourselves. Because he's paranoid, Nero's trying to poison him. He's not paranoid. Nero is trying to poison him. (laughs) Do try the olives, Fabius. You know, I think I will. Don't you feel, though, Seneca, you ought to be in Rome, advising your former pupil. Nero is beyond advising. If the state is too corrupt to be helped, if it is taken over by evils, the wise man... The wise man. The wise man doesn't spend himself when there is no gain inside. These olives are a little tough. It's the soil. Besides, I'm old. I'm tired. I want to surround myself with greener shades. So you're happy? to be up here in the hills on the margins. (laughs) Happiness is living a rational life in harmony with nature. (sighs) Look at this crumbling villa. Look at us beneath this disgusting old tree. (laughs) I'm in harmony with the crumbling villa. I'm in harmony with the gnarled and knotted trees. This is the very worst of our villas. Why he insists upon us staying here. (laughs) A philosopher must rise above his riches. (laughs) (laughs) We have a visitor. No. No. Lucius Annius Seneca. Who hails Seneca? A soldier from the realm of the dead? From the living Caesar Nero via Gavius Silvanus, tribune of the Praetorian Cohort. Why didn't Silvanus come himself? It did seem uncomfortable last time. Obliged to accuse Paul Seneca of conspiracy, but all of us know Silvanus is a conspirator himself. I have a message from Caesar for Lucius Annius Seneca. Which one of you is Seneca? I think you know very well. I am Seneca. Speak Nero's message. Caesar asks you, Seneca, whether you are preparing a voluntary death. The answer is no. It's not actually a question, Paulina. It sounds to me like a question. The answer is yes. The answer is no. Tell Caesar yes. Supper Supper is is over. over.
The Cicade put aside their timbles and withdraw. At his villa on the side of a hill, several, several miles, miles from, from Rome, Rome, the tutor, rhetorician, adviser to emperors, statesman, consul, exile, conspirator, maybe, maybe not, son, lover, husband, disliker of mirrors, viticulturist, poet, philosopher, tragedian, satirist, satirist hypocrite, stoic, Lucius Annius Seneca withdraws to prepare his voluntary death. Where are you, husband? Husband, what are you doing? I'm looking for the Phoenician women. <laughs> what makes you think you'll find them in the library? The play, I mean. Not the women themselves. <laughs> Well, I know. What? The lofty mind. Ah, oh, yes. The lofty mind is ever peaceful, firmly moored in its tranquil anchorage, grief and wrath controlled, suppressed and orderly. That boy, your former pupil, your supposed friend. Our emperor. He's mad, corrupt, vindictive. He had his own mother murdered, his own brother. It is inevitable. He must kill his teacher also. It is not inevitable if you defy him. You were a powerful man yourself, respected, loved by some. You could be emperor. There is not a man or woman in Rome who'd not agree that you would make a better emperor than he. I won't conspire. What are you prepared to do? What Caesar suggests. It is merely a suggestion. I can't ignore Caesar's inferences. It is better... For a man to be wronged than to do wrong, I must prepare. But when? Not immediately? Yes, immediately. But, but, the Phoenician women? It is a play. I was foolish enough to allow my challenged mind to turn to it. Let's leave the library behind us. My tragedy will remain unfinished. I say, complete the Phoenician women's tragedy and forestall your own. I'll, I'll find them for you. Paulina, stop. We need to organise my death. Nero does me great kindness by allowing me to choose the means. What about my choice? I choose to open my veins. I choose you survive. I demand you survive. What you cannot reform, you must endure. Why must I endure it? Endure and accept this gift. This gift I offer to you and to all my friends, my example. My wise man's death. That's your gift? Your wise man's death? My image in your mind of a life and a death conducted by and with and through virtue. Contemplate. What if I refuse to contemplate? Paulina, be calm. What if I refuse to contemplate standing here to watch your philosophical self-slaughter? I will, I will follow your example. I will go further. If you insist on slicing open your flaccid and wooded old man's veins, I will, with the same knife, with the same knife, Seneca, open my succulent, throbbing woman's veins alongside you. Is that wise enough for you? Is that good? Is that calm? You don't seem calm. I am now, yes. I feel calm now that I've made my choice. If you prefer the honour of death to a virtuous life of contemplation, I won't deny it to you. Good, thank you. Yes, I appreciate that. Let us be equally steadfast in these our exits. There will be greater renown, I dare say, in your ending than in mine. Right, then. Right. We'll need a knife of some sort, I suppose.
aware of voluntary deaths. Should we stay, do you think, and help with the preparations? Or leave them in peace to get on with it? I imagine Seneca will want to complete whatever philosophical treatise he's in the middle of. Didn't they mention some Phoenician play? Paulina, no doubt, will have some household matters to attend to. Instructions to servants and the like. And preparing a will will, one suspects, be pointless. Nero will. Will, will doubtless acquire the estate. Bloody, Bloody Nero. Nero. Still, who was it said, no matter how many you slay, you will never slay your successor? May well have been Seneca. You know, I think it was. Fabius. Ah, I was wondering where everyone had got to. I wasn't certain whether I should stay or... Fabius, stay. I have a task for you. Do you still have your scalpels here? Well, yes, I believe I got partway through dissecting a frog last time I visited. Would you locate them and bring them into my bedchamber? Paulina and I would like you to open our veins. I heard Nero favours that method. It is my own choice, but made in order to please the Emperor. In that case, I'd be delighted to assist. I'll go and see if I can find those scalpels. No, no idea. This bird was so heavy. Should we face one another, do you think, as we bleed? Do you have a preference? We should separate the beds so the blood can collect in the space between in that terracotta trough. Statius sent us from Mesopotamia. Uh... You stay there, I'll do it. What's wrong? Don't you like the idea of our bloods mingling in a single trough? Ah, fabulous. Found them. Oh. What is that? Desiccated frog. I'll get it cleaned up. One moment. Which bed, Paulina, do you favour? You choose. It's your death, primarily. Mine is but a secondary consideration. You seem irritated. I'm so much more than irritated. Rage is a choice. I disagree. Strictly, there are three stages. The first stage is the involuntary jolt, the pre-passion, the stirring of the mind despite itself in response to an outside stimulus. Yes. The second and key stage is the full passion when the rational mind assents, actively assents to the impression that harm or insult has been received. It is not a mere impression in our case. The third and final stage when reason has been entirely overthrown by passion is the wholehearted and uncontrolled pursuit of... (coughs) Vengeance. I thought I heard screaming. My husband is philosophising. Ah, well. One scalpel, at least, has cleaned up nicely. See the glint? Are you certain you want me to do this? Yes. Where should I cut? I think here, on the inside of the forearm. Uh, Here? That seems as good a place as any. Oh. I'm not hurting you, am I? Not at all. Keep going. Mm, Not much blood to speak of. It'll get going in a moment. Now cut me. Uh, Same place? Yes. Uh, Way! (laughs) Oh, it's like the spring at Saturnia. Oh, it hurts quite a lot. Oh, oh, curse you, Fabius, with your 
blunt scalpel curse you Nero Fabius see I, I'm, I'm not bleeding at all can you oh. I don't know try the other arm oh curse you Rome I'm glad you burned curse all the world the over and the underworld curse all you gods curse wisdom and philosophy what good have they done us curse the hard stones on the hillside the sterile soil curse the rupee olives the unripe figs Oh, uh, uh, yeah, it's your aged body, Seneca. It's too weak and knotty. There's no blood in it. Curse your vegetarian diet and your miserable plays. Try behind my knees. Or, or how about the ankles? Uh, no, no good, I'm afraid. Apologies, but you're a husk. Oh, curse you bloodless wretch of a husband. Oh. But Paulina, dearest, I am concerned that... If I must enjoy your torment in addition to my own, I will struggle to perform the exemplary death I planned. Oh! It's my bleeding upsetting you! It's not that. Does my cursing make you mad? But it might be more tolerable for both of us were we to bleed in our separate chambers. Bind my arm, Fabius, and help me to my chamber. Help me stand. We'll go then. And you can die alone. But, but, but Fabius... Oh, you want Fabius with you, do you? Very well, then. I will die alone. No! No! Get away from me, Fabius. I don't need your help. <sighs> you steaming turd of a man. There is now the space for reflection. Steaming turd is cruel. Fabius... Might I dictate some philosophy to you? My words will, perhaps, flow more efficiently than my blood. Of course, Seneca. And Seneca releases from his lips a full-blooded stream of philosophy. The wisest and most profound philosophy. Ever dictated by him. Or any other. Philosopher. And with which you all... Out there in the modern world... Are most surely... Over-familiar. Forgive us, then... If we refrain from recitation... Tracy... Of said wise, profound philosophy. Pompeia, Paulina, wife of Lucius, and Gaius Seneca, by order of Emperor Nero, Claudius, Caesar, Augustus, Germanicus, you are to cease bleeding immediately. Bind up her arm. Leave me. I want to die. Your death is not permitted. Caesar wishes to exercise the clemency your husband taught him. I am not interested in Nero's clemency. I don't want it. What Caesar gives, you are obliged to receive. Caesar is in command of this performance. He has no animosity towards you, Paulina. He does not wish to appear heartless. Stay with her. Make sure she lives. Paulina lives. She lives. This day. And for many more days. For years. For years. She is praised for her fidelity to her husband's memory. Though no one that she meets can fail to note her face... Her limbs... Her lips... ...are permanently blanched by this day's bloodletting. Her vital spirit... Lost... Fabius? Yes, Seneca? It's not working. Mm. There's no blood to speak of in my veins. We could try this. What's that? Hemlock. Like Socrates. I found the white umbral swaying on the hillside across the valley last spring and made up this preparation for my own amusement, really. But you're welcome to it. Give it to me. 
I shouldn't think you'd need it all. That should do the trick. <laughs> should only take a few seconds. Anything? Nothing. Are you certain the plant you found was hemlock? Not dill? Or fennel? Yes, I'm certain. Almost certain. The leaves are quite distinctive. Quite? Most likely, since the blood is not flowing in your body, the poison simply cannot do its work. We must get the blood to flow. Instruct the servants to prepare me a bath. As hot as they can. Hot water. Steam. of a plant, a scalding bath would not kill Seneca. My husband died eventually, asphyxiated in a room of steam, a stoic death, and now flames melt his sodden corpse so enfeebled it would not burn at first until I'd kindled the pyre with scrolls of his late philosophy. Now the smoke billows, now it rises. Great gods of the sky, Wrap the universe in these smoky billows. Set the winds to war and bellow thunder from the earth. Blot out the sun. Banish the day. Let waves of blood crash down upon this empire and sweep away its rulers. Let murder, hatred, death mop up its remnants. Then let the blood soak into drench and re-enrich the soil. Come to me, coal black dog-headed, vengeful furies with your bloodshot eyes and snaky hair. Bring your scourges. Come! They're not coming. Fabius. I did not see you there. Who's not coming? His friends. His allies. It's too politically risky, I suppose. No one wants to seem part of even a non-existent conspiracy. You look pale. Should come inside and rest. Here, take my arm. Pyre's almost burnt out. Was that his philosophy burning there with him? Mm. Thought so. Later stuff was not so good, in my opinion. In Seneca Annoyed by Craig Baxter, Jasmine Hyde was Paulina and Geoffrey Stretfield was Fabius. Adam Cotts played Seneca, and the centurion was Michael Burtonshaw. The chorus was played by members of the cast. Sound design was by Lucinda Mason-Brown, and it was directed and produced by Natalie Steed. If you'd like to listen to more of our podcasts, or find out more about our work, search for Queen Mary, History of Emotions. You'll find us on SoundCloud, on iTunes, and online. That was a podcast from the Queen Mary Centre for the History of the Emotions. We hope it made you feel better.